So like, I'm really interested in getting to field adjusting, but I don't know where to start. Oh, I know exactly where you can go. A facility with educators with over 40 years of experience, uh, the tools, the curriculum, the knowledge. I know exactly where you should go. Where? You need to go to insuranceadjusternow.com and schedule any of the plethora of trainings that they have. I mean, you're going to learn from two adjusters that have been out there in the field and have made a bag in this industry. Where should I go? Insuranceadjusternow.com. And, hey, I got something for you. Use my code SD100K to save 10% on your training. SD100K. Okay. Yeah. I'm on my way. Yeah. Don't go later. Go now. Insuranceadjusternow.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. You're listening to Adjust Your Way to 100K, the podcast, the show that gives you insight into a very profitable career in the insurance adjusting industry. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite platforms and share with anyone, and I mean anyone, looking to get into a lucrative career. Y'all, today, today I've got two wonderful people with me, ladies of LLC. How are you doing today, ladies? Charlene, good. Deborah, how are you doing? Good, good. I'm great. I'm, I'm, I'm a, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you here with us and talk about, man, this industry that's changed my life, y'all. I, I don't know about anyone else. Um, I, I didn't know anything about insurance adjusting. And my question always for new adjuster or new adjusters to me that I find and meet is how did you get into this lucrative energy of adjusting? How did you get in this? Mm. <laughs> I like to say lucrative energy. So, yes. <laughs> so for those who don't know, mm-hmm. uh, Deborah and I are actually mother and daughter. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. I thought it was <laughs> two sisters here. Yeah, they let Thank me you. know something new. <laughs> Black don't crack, they say. All right, all right. Let's go. Yes. So, I'll let you, because it really, you and Auntie Tony is really where it started. Oh, the family's in it, y'all. The family. I love it. Yes. Well, I'm Deborah. Yes, ma'am. And um, I was working for Chrysler. And I really needed about a 20% increase. I was doing about 75000 a year. Okay. But I needed what year more. was this? This was um, from 19... 19- 1996, mm-hmm. and I needed more money. Yeah, and then I got hurt on the job. I had to have a knee replacement, both both knees. Okay, and so Ooh. I was sitting on my couch, getting unemployment, mm-hmm. and thinking, how am I going to pay my bills? My sister Tony called me and says, "Hey, there's a storm that happened, a hurricane in Louisiana, called Katrina, and this company, Pilot Catastrophe Services, is looking for adjusters." <laughs> And I went, well, I don't know anything about property adjusting. Now, I did do medical adjusting. Then became a medical manager for the medical adjusters back in Fort Chrysler. But the company wanted me to travel. I had two kids, Charlene being one of them, that I had to take care of. So I I gave it up, and I went to Chrysler full time. I hated it from the moment I walked through the door. So when she told me that, she said, Deborah, they are paying $385 a day. That's all I've heard. Baby, that's yeah. all I heard. Yeah, so yeah. I ran upstairs to my computer back then, filled out an application. I was sitting on my fork truck the next day because they finally let me go back to work because of my needs. Yeah, and the guy called me. He said, "All I can tell you is it's twelve hours a day, seven days a week. It's three hundred eighty-five dollars a day. I cannot guarantee you how long it's going to last." I added it up. I said, "Where can I be, and when do I need to be there?" Hey, now <laughs> I went to the union. Got four months off. Got a leave of absence. Because I didn't know. And I walked out that gate. The moment I walked out that gate, I felt freedom. 
Oh I felt God. free. I don't know what the feeling was, but I was free. So when I got down to Mobile, Alabama, my sister Tony and I, she went too. We didn't have any money. I had an unemployment check. I had a 95 Crown Victoria that was not going to make it to Mobile, Alabama. My sister Tony didn't have any money. She borrowed money. My sister Diane, who's also an adjuster now, she literally got a <laughs> rental car. I love it. She yeah. got a rental car for us. And then we put our money together for the gas and a hotel room. And we went down to Mobile, Alabama. The first day of orientation, the first day, my sister and I got separated. Oh, man. She okay. went to the what they call the mobile response unit. She went to those, you know, the Home Depots. Where yeah, you see yeah. People going up. Well, they so for everybody that doesn't know, you're talking about like a tent sort of situation, yes. right? That's okay, exactly so right. outreach in communities when there's a catastrophe. For those yes. that don't know, they set up huge tent depending on the carrier, mm-hmm. and people can just kind of show up, maybe get yes. a check mm-hmm. or some help or whatever. Okay. And sometimes they'll do it out of an RV too. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm with they it. sent her to Mississippi. Okay. So she had a friend that went with her. So now I'm alone with this rental car I can't afford. Oh my so I start thinking, and the hotels were booked up. My hotel room was four was two hours away. So I had to drive four hours a day and work 12 hours a day. Yeah. So I was exhausted. So what happened was I started thinking about everyone else I knew who needed this opportunity, who wanted to know, who wanted to make some money. Yeah, yeah. I called my daughter Charlene. Yeah. How old were you at this time? I was... This 20, is 05. I was... Oh, it was 25. Ooh wee. Come on, all right. So not all straight right. out of college, but close enough. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. So mom calls me, and first thing she says, she's like, first I quit Chrysler." And you probably like what? And I was like, "Whoa, why you do that?" Because uh, here, for those who are not from St. Louis, yeah, that back then that was one of the jobs to have. That was the bag. You got yeah. benefits. You got good pay. Mm-hmm. You know, you put your kids through college. Mm-hmm. That was not a job you walked away from. You were in the union. You were protected. Yeah, it's you get a pension back then, right? All of the above. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, whoa, what happened? And she said, all I can say is that hurricane. I said, yeah. She said, they're paying people to help those people that were affected by the hurricane. And I've been here, I think by that time you were there like three days. Yes. She's like, I didn't want to say anything because I wanted to make sure it was legit. She yeah. said, but I've been here three days and they just gave me an advance check for twelve hundred dollars and I, my face looked like yours it was like oh for real oh real okay so what do i have to do yeah <laughs> so at the time i had um I, of course graduate i did what everybody tells you to do back mm-hmm. then yeah which is all our parents knew to tell us was get a good education go to college right yeah yeah no shade to college it helped me in a lot of ways yeah however I did nothing with that degree for the most part. So at the time, I was I had couldn't find a job straight out of college um, in the field. I, my uh, degree was in political science. Okay. Could not find a degree in that or a job in that area. Tried to work for the city, the state, the county. Nobody would hire me. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of wandered around a little bit until finally the 2004 presidential elections came. And when those came along, I saw some random ad in the St. Louis American that this nonprofit organization needed administrative assistance. So I was like, oh, I can do that. I've done that before, you know, and I got that job. And what ended up happening, that nonprofit organization connected with a union, SEIU, uh, Local 2000 here in St. Louis. Then they moved me over to logistics coordinator from admin to logistics coordinator. So as an admin, I had set up the Missouri office, and then six other offices in Missouri. How much were you paid to do that? You talking about you setting up offices? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's big. Not enough. 
Yeah, not enough. <laughs> Probably okay. ten dollars an hour or something like that at that time. You know? okay. okay. Um, and I think the minimum wage back then was like eight, so I thought I was doing something. Mm-hmm. A young twenty some year old and two thousand five, yeah. Yeah, and I'm working in the field that I've studied for. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Okay, cool, you know. And then I got um when I moved over to logistic coordinator, I got a little bit of a raise. I think I went up to about twelve dollars an hour. And I did that until it was all over. Now elections over, what do you do? The manager of the the president and the vice president of the union saw my work ethic and was like, you would probably be great as a union organizer. You got a great personality, da, da, da. So I was like, I don't have nowhere else to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I went ahead and went through the AFL-CIO Organizing Institute. They approved me to be a union organizer, and I was a union organizer down in Austin, Texas, for the Texas State Employees Union. Okay. At the time that she called me. Got it. Okay. Yes. So that's a big decision to make. It was a big decision. And at the time, I think I was bringing in my salary was probably, I think I negotiated it to about 33000 something like that a year, which for me, single, no children, no real obligation. In 2005, yeah. It was a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, yeah, I can see my weight. But, and I liked it, but I had a negative reinforcement boss, which was nothing you ever do is good enough kind of thing. Oh, I get you. I get you. And All so right. All right. what happened was I even confronted him. I was like, listen, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm opening up offices because unions in Texas. Come on, baby. Yeah. It's not a thing, okay? It's not what you want to do. Yeah. Um, So it is, it was a very challenging job, but because I'm so charismatic, I was able to connect with people and started really opening up offices that people had never gone to before, that there was no representation in. I was doing that, and yet I was getting no love. And so I got him. I asked him, I said, well, I'm doing this and that. We did this. We did that. Look at the progress. Yeah. And he told me, he's like, I said, I feel like nothing I do is good enough. He said, well, frankly, in this job, nothing you ever do will ever be good enough. And so for me mentally, I didn't say anything at the time. I was just like, okay. But mentally, I was like, yeah. That's soul crushing. Very. (laughs) Very. For real. And And then you get a call about an opportunity from your mother so you can trust this. Yes. This is different. That's what made me do the leap because I know she don't play about her money. Yeah. So you... And so hold on, she called you and you just so what so this is what had happened. Okay. Oh Lord, I gotta tell the story. If anybody is out there listening <laughs> and you what, are what a you Texas tell employee what you say what she say, y'all? Uh-huh. And you knew me. I apologize, but I had to go. Okay. Oh, I told lies when I got in there too. What you say? So yeah. what had happened? I happened to be on vacation, um, because I had been working for them, I think, for about nine months. And I had, um, I was on vacation. I decided to go to California. Born in St. Louis, raised in Los Angeles, California. Got family and friends still there. So that's where I decided to vacation. Okay. I'm on the beach when she calls me. But I'm one of those yes. people that take my laptop wherever I go, even back then. And so she told me about it. And I got so excited. I jumped up, grabbed my, went to the car, grabbed my laptop, figured out a way to like plug it in and everything. And on the beach, applied for pilot. Oh, right wow. there on the spot. Yes. And then wow. I okay. asked uh, mom, I said, well, how long did it take them to call you back? And she said, oh, it was about like a day or two. I said, okay. So one day, two days go by, no call. So then I'm like, bump that. I'm going to start calling them. Because when I say I want it out, I want it out. Yeah. I did not want to go back from vacation back to that job. Yeah. And so I still ended up having to go back to that job. But it was very like a day. So like day from day three, I started calling them. 
every day. And I don't know if she's still there, but Karen Goss would pilot. Okay. So Karen Goss would usually be the one who answered the phone. You dropping names. Okay. Listen. Yeah. She loves me. We cool. We cool. So, um, so Karen is usually the one that answered the phone back then. I think now she's like HR manager. So can I say? Can I ask a question real yeah. quick? Calling is the only way. Is that not right? You had to call and speak to Karen. Okay. Right? Yes. Okay. Here's okay. the thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, in this new age, I know a young, the newer generation, you want to put an email in. Man, I'm telling you, nothing is more effective than talking to somebody voice to voice on the phone. I tell a lot of people that all. The well, I emailed them. They getting hundreds and thousands of emails a day from people just like you yeah. who don't want to pick up the phone, who don't know how to talk. You better get your oratory skills in order. Say that. You better learn how to sell yourself over that phone. Yes. And you better talk yourself into a job. We're talking a hundred thousand plus. As, yeah. Absolutely. It's the floor, not the ceiling. What won't I feel. you say? Yeah. To make it happen. Okay. Yeah. So yes. So you called Karen. Was like, look, so, Karen. I was calling Karen every day. <laughs> Every day, Karen would say, Do y'all hear this? Charlene, yes, we got Every to the day. point I irritated this woman. Yeah. It was like, first it was nice. Yes, Charlene, we got your application. As soon as we review it, we'll call you. You don't have to call us every day. She told me that on like the second day I called. Mm-hmm. I I'd hear you, like, Karen. Okay, thank you so much, Karen. Click. Next day, 8 a.m. in the morning, 9 a.m. morning. Hi, this is Charlene Coskins calling. I'm calling about. Yes, Charlene, we got it. And so she's, and after maybe four days of that, mm-hmm. she got so pissed at me. Mm-hmm. She yells. Mm. As soon as I say, hi, this is Charlene. Fine, Charlene. You want a job? You got a job. You better <laughs> be here. And she yells out all the instructions. You yeah. better be here in Mobile, Alabama on this day to this time. And you better not be late. And you better be ready. All this call. And I was like, thank you. And I hung up. That's all I needed to know. Hey. That was the, That was it. So yeah. that was the beginning. And then when I got to Mobile, I drove through all the disaster of Hurricane Katrina Ooh, man. from St. Louis down here. And it was a whole situation that I had to I had to scramble because I had I had um, been living in Texas and I had a but my Missouri something went wrong with my license. Okay, okay. And in order to get because they wanted they require you to have so much for insurance, you know, yeah. still mm-hmm. to this day, mm-hmm. even if you're field or not, they want you to have so much for insurance coverage. Mm-hmm. But there was an issue because I couldn't get the insurance because it was some, I was janky. I was riding dirty. That was basically the situation. Okay. Yeah. And so my license had like been suspended or something and I had to get it straightened through Missouri. You made it work. And I had to run to Missouri yeah. and fix the issue <laughs> and then drive down to. And make it to the, the deployment point, right? High. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like I left yeah. all. All my stuff in Texas, like underwear, everything. Like I think I came with like two sets of clothes. Like there was no plans. Yeah. <laughs> like a straight leap off of the cliff. And uh, I love it. I love it. I drive through. She had to get one of her coworkers, who's one of the good old boys, who was from the area and knew how to navigate because there were roads that back then there was no Google Maps people. No. No Google Maps no people. Google Maps. No Google we Maps. had to go to MapQuest.com. No. Yes, we did. And put in the address and print it yes. out 
and still had one of those state roadmap thingies that you get out the gas <laughs> yes. station and compare the directions yes. from MapQuest because it wasn't always accurate. This is how we navigated. How did we here. survive? Listen. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. It was terrible. I remember so, those maps. So I don't Mapquest know how we did. So MapQuest was not reliable because the storm had knocked trees over yeah. roads and where it was telling me to go, it was cut yes. off. So, thankfully, yeah. one of her coworkers, like, navigated, you. Yeah. navigated me through the area. Yeah, make it right at this gas station. You see this tree, do this. Yeah. Do and it was dark. And I'm yes. a woman. And I'm alone. And I'm young. No electricity. And yeah. I'm no. killed. And I'm scared. And I'm in the south. Yeah. And I think at one point I even told I didn't know I was on speakerphone, and I was talking to mom because she was telling me what he was telling her. And I said, "Hey, man, tell your dude don't get me lynched out here." Oh and all goodness. of a sudden, the whole room interrupts in laughter, and I'm like, "Oh no, they heard everything." You know? <laughs> and, but they didn't take it personally. They understood. <laughs> like, you, you know what I love? Y'all areas. <laughs> I, what I love about us as adjusters is that the realness, you know yes. what I mean? Um, mm. That we don't have a lot of time to BS and play around. No. So get straight to it. It's Very, fine with us. Yes, yes. Uh, don't so, get me list up in this. Yeah, so, let them know. Met, I met mom and uh, we did a little switcheroo on our manager. but um, Actually, she, we sure did. <laughs> Charlene arrives and by this time I'm exhausted. It's the like middle I'm of the night. driving. And so, and they had, a, back then, they had us actually inputting the adjuster's notes because they did not have the ability to do it themselves. So that's all we did was input, input, input. And I was exhausted. There was no next gen. No, there was, there was no ECS there, system. No, there wasn't any of that stuff. Hold on, what you mean? The notes had to be, they were manual. They were, man, they were manual. So the adjusters had a sheet of paper with, line, with yeah. lines on them. Uh-huh. They wrote the notes in, uh-huh. turned to me at the end of the day, and yes. then her team... Was they putting the notes in the system? Was typing yes, the notes typing into the notes. And you had to decipher, hopefully, yes, whatever they were saying. Yes. yes, all of that. We had Baby. to decipher handwriting, what they were okay, trying to do. Okay, so I know ECS so, and Next Gen get on y'all nerves, yes, but listen. But thank God for it. So <laughs> hopefully. We exhausted. And you, Charlene came yeah. in, and when she came in, she said, Mama, I can do this. I said, you can? After I've been driving all day. But I was and exhausted. I was ready. And I went upstairs. We were in a big old church, one of the members. Oh, church. hallelujah. You need help, man. And we, <laughs> laid, <laughs> we, did, we laid down. And Charlene just, I moved out, and Charlene moved right in, and she got started. Bless yeah. y'all. And heart someone out. came oh, up then. and said, her manager came up and said, hey, De- wait a minute, you're not Deborah." <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm Charlene. I'm her daughter. They just told me to come down. I'm here early. I report tomorrow morning. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. He was and like, now he was like, he was like, okay, we'll keep going. Yeah. And he's like, he was like, you going to be in our unit? I was like, I don't know. He was like, see if you can get in our unit. He's like, keep going. Yeah, you good. You yeah, do that, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so we just kind of made it. You know, we didn't. What? Basically, we didn't. I guess once we were there, you know how you just kind of make a way. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you can't always go in the front door. Right. But there might be a basement window open, some back stairs, something. Yeah. Skylight. And so that's what we did. Yeah. And she ended up working with me in the help room. Because I got chosen for the help room because of my computer skills. A.K.A. the war room. Is that oh, what we call them? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Charlene just kind of came around. Where are you supposed to be? Uh, help room. Okay. So, we did that. And Especially we were, when I got to HR the next day yes. and they didn't even have me on record. No. So, so, a lot of people don't. So, here's what I get a lot. And, and y'all tell me what you hear. Okay. From people that are newly getting into this, one thing that I have to do is adjust their mindset to yes. understand mm-hmm. how adjusting is. How there's so much going on when there's a catastrophe, especially Hurricane Katrina, one of the largest, right? Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of moving parts. It's very unorganized. Very much so. so. It's a lot of, almost like the military, I think, 
of a hurry up and wait sort of situation. Yes. Get here, get staged, and then wait till we can organize and put you where we need yes. you. Is that what you felt when you went there? Absolutely. And yeah, so you're helping your mom. She's already there, so you're yes. helping her out. So I don't want to get all in your business. You can get in it. Go get ahead. in the business? Yeah. All right, so... You start rolling along in Katrina. What was the money like? I love to hear the Katrina money $10, stories. $10,000 a month, 2500 yeah, a week. $10, Doing entering in, just in for, not even yeah, going out. Help, being help room helpers. And then that money. We weren't even licensed adjusters. We had no license. No, we had no license. And we didn't even. Okay, so the program at the time, there was no exacerbate. There was no, no civility. No. It was a program called MSB Integra Claim. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was like an engineering drafting program. It was actually really cool. I thought it was cool because I'd never seen anything like that. Yeah. Our job after we did all that input stuff, because we did that input stuff for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they then we they finally moved us from the church to the hotel. Yeah. That they were training everybody out of down yes. in Mobile. And know. then um, what happened? So then after that, they started having multiple orientations and classes. And one of the classes that they had was MSB and Terraclaim. There was an instructor who came in, came in to teach the adjusters. Yes. That our job was to get to know the program so that when the adjusters came in from the field, like, okay, because most of them had the construction experience because they were hiring people just hiring anybody. Yeah. That's so right. if you That's were right. a guy, most of them were men, and most of them had construction experience, but they didn't have the computer skills. Okay. Some of them didn't even have emails, and they didn't even know how to set up emails. So we had to, we took it upon ourselves to educate them That's on right. all of that. Got it. Mm-hmm. And yes. we had to get to know the program so we could teach it to them so they would then know how to input the information. That's wow. Right. And back then, mm-hmm. MSB Integrity Claim, like for instance, drawing the outline of a roof, right? Yeah. It was like line by <laughs> line, like yeah, that. Was there was no roof tool. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> like exactly. No, like roof, gable, pop. No, roof, hip, pop. Extension. No, there was none of that. You had to actually line by line by line draw it out on the program. I have to go back to the money in Katrina. Oh yeah. Yeah. Please. Okay. Now, because I have to say this. Back in 2005, you know, we're talking about $10,000 a month. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot now, but 10, 2005, $10,000 10, for is, being help room. Okay, I'm listening. Yeah, right. right. Yes, ma'am. But for a person like me who, my house was in foreclosure. Mm. Three months in foreclosure. I had no way and didn't have any idea how I was going to get my house out of foreclosure. But with $10,000 a month, mm-hmm. with Charlene coming, because she had a brand new neon yes. car for us to ride in, mm-hmm. we started, we ate, we went to Sam's, oh, we man. got a case of water, we got a case of animal cookies, mm-hmm. we got the cup of noodles By the that you poured with hot water in, mm-hmm. because every dime we made had to go back into what we was trying to keep going at home. Yeah. Every dime. And... That right there helped me keep my house. I have my house today. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. But right. we were in a Motel 6. Yes. Didn't have a microwave, Mm-mm. an ironing board, nope. or a refrigerator nope. in there. Yeah. But Hot we pie. made it just the same. Or copper. Yeah. We, we were in there. Yeah. Together in bed. They had a couple of roaches. Yeah. But we, we got on in there. But y'all figured it out. And we made it work. I've heard of people. You know what I'm saying? My, we made. My last snapping. Flying, flying roaches. We made that because we had to. Flying yeah. We're trying to show up, you know, what's going at home. So I hear people talk about the money. Yeah. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But, but it was about to sacrifice. But in 2005, yeah. like I said, it was $10,000 a month, like Charlene said. Yes. But as a result, the old 
stabilize the new, the young. Mm. Yes. And the young helped train the old. Sure did. And Charlene is the reason why we got yes. the contents. Yes. The reason why I got there. Because they needed some help with their estimates. These mm. contents are just, in MSB, they had to make one line and didn't know how to do it. Mm. But my daughter did. But she also, listen, got in that class. Anybody know how to do it? I raised my hand. My daughter did. Put her in the front. Got me in the contents. So, yeah, that $10,000 then, as a structure justice, we know these guys make a whole bunch of money. But I went on to make over $300,000 a year as a contest adjuster, and I only worked 10 months. So I went from that $385 a day to $700 a day, seven days a week. I went from that, took the job nobody else wanted. That's yeah. Right. Nobody wanted. Ask any structural adjuster. Yeah, I know. Ask them. Nobody wants to work content. It takes a higher skill set. So it I does. became a proficient. So I, when I learned content, I never had to go to deployment. I didn't have to call. Nope. Storm manager called me. Yes. Admin manager called me. But before then, Charlene and I was calling deployment every day. We yeah. were sending yeah. cookies. As soon as we knew what was out, when, we called when the grandparents, when your baby birthday was, we were sending flowers. Sure we made sure you knew our name and we got on the Incredible edibles. All of that. We yes. did everything we had to do yes. to get started in the This is what we wanted. Yes. And nowhere else. We're paying this kind of money. I mean, no, I dropped out no, school in the fifth grade. It was the most money that you either know? one of us had made or known anybody to have made ever. So it was like, whatever we got to do to we're do this, to do it. Yeah. we're going to stay in it. And were there challenges? Yes. Was it hard? Oh, oh yes. yes. Yeah. Almost. Was there that first deployment, racism? she yes. said, like she said, the old stabilized the young. Maybe. Yes. Y'all both were feeding into each other. This, it sounds this, like, yeah. This man you talking about that buddy saying up, something to you me so crazy. Would you ask yeah. to get yes. you somebody? You yes. definitely need get a buddy. You somebody. It, it helps. Yeah. It's, it's good, good to have a lot. buddy. It's good, good to, to have, have a buddy. Yes. It's good. But I almost. I agree with you. I almost. I mean. Kept you saw some things. And it almost went wrong. Yeah. And she had to literally pull me back and be like, hold on, baby. Come on. Let's go out the, walk out the door. Because it was something that was said to me that was. Well, well, let's it talk. It would have went viral had it been caught on camera today. I'll say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just saying, so for me, that $10,000 yeah. coming where I came from, even though I went back to school yes. at 40, got a GED. Yes, ma'am. And I was in my senior year at Fontbonne University, about to graduate with my bachelor's degree. But when that phone call came, I wanted to make $100,000 a year. With $10,000 a month, it was accomplished in 10 months and not 12. Ooh. So I made a decision, halted school, and got down to Mobile, Alabama. I My mother that. cried when I when I uh, quit Chrysler. Mm -hmm. she, she cried. She said, baby, that job don't have no benefits and all of that. I said, mama, I know. But let me tell you about them benefits. These benefits today are not like the benefits of the 80s. Yeah. Right. What you guys are holding on to now is really nothing. Yeah. Right. So I pay for my own insurance. I get way better care. And I write it off. I Hey, now, don't make me clap in here. Deb, don't make me. <laughs> <laughs> but my mother was okay when I started sending her. When she saw that. Every year with a friend. Paid for it. Las Vegas. Spending money. Whatever you want, mama. Yeah. Then she was okay. Yeah. So it's something that we want. It's something that we want to do. And money can just help us do it. Yeah, Take of course. care of each other. Our community. So the money, the economics, you know, it's a reason why they don't listen to anything when it comes to elections. We don't have any money. Yeah. We're not paying into anybody's campaign. Nope. Yeah. We're not showing up our own, you know, communities. communities We're yep. asking for gimme gimme. Mm -hmm. Can you loan me? You know mm -hmm. what you told me. Mm -hmm. We know how to make a dollar yeah. out of 15 cents. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. For real. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we can do that together. Because ain't no fun unless we all get some. I, I, hey, Deborah, I agree with you. Amen. amen. Okay. Hey, as a claim as we say over <laughs> here. <laughs> I like that. So this is fantastic. You know, and I thank you because you're bringing the most valuable thing to our community, yes. to all of us. Knowledge, information. You are over these platforms. and you. Hey, Mr. Lee. Yes. Did you know that the second leading exposure on a claim is personal property? Really? Yeah, contents. That's what we call it. And most adjusters don't even know how to work contents claims. But hey, you know what? If you go to tpas.llc, Charlene and Miss Deborah tell you exactly what to do. And they're going to get you content certified. Did you even know there was a certification for contents? No. Hey, I didn't either till I met them. And I had to get us a code, SD100K, to save 10% on a content certification. SD100K. Yeah, to save 10% on your content certification. Go now, Mr. Lee. I'm on my way. For transmitting it to people the same way we do every day, the same way Charlene does all the time. You're transmitting that. You're saving and changing people's lives. I You're changing that. their economic lives. Yeah. Where would they have gone? We have the first dollar one of our adjusters ever made. Yeah. And when we started both of these companies, we risked, we gave up our financial future. Yeah. We went totally bankrupt personally. Oh, yeah. But you know what? That dollar that that guy gave us, Jeff gave us. Yeah. It never occurred to me to spend that dollar because that dollar wasn't mine. Yeah. It was his. Mm. And I'm telling you, to know that you changed somebody's life like that, not just them, their whole family, their yeah. whole generation, you, you helped by giving them a little information. It's a huge calling, yes. I I receive it, and I hear exactly what you're saying, and I, I get so many questions from people. I get so many letters from them saying, hey, you got me in this. You changed my life. You helped me to just have the awareness of exactly. it. Exactly. So you mentioned something about finding out the awareness about contents. A lot of people don't know that, and what we're talking about is personal property. If you could expound on that a little bit about that opportunity you got that opened up this world of contents claims to you. It was actually pretty cool. You want to yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, it was. Probably. So this is what had happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the help rooms and again no matter what you do as an adjuster your job is to work yourself out of a job yeah so when you get the epic shoulder tap as we mm. used to call it, i yeah. don't know what y'all call it now we, we call i it still call tap. it that but ain't nobody getting tapped they well, get an email right, 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 right. Yeah. you get the email yeah. you get the phone call yeah. when you get that when you get that it's going to make your heart sink when you when it happens to you for the very first time yeah but you will become accustomed to it the mm. thing is is you're not being fired they call it being released and you're being released as I say, to be able to take advantage of another opportunity. Of course, Okay, yes. so think of it like that. So we knew that the adjusters were catching up. They were they got the program mm -hmm, down. Mm -hmm. They weren't coming in as much where it was kind of full in the beginning with the adjusters in the help room, the war room. Now it's like dying down. Yeah, yeah. There were five of us in there. There were already three help room helpers before they brought us two. So we were like the extras. Mm. We go... That's a story time for another day, the whole dichotomy, because the three were white and we were mm -hmm. only two black ones. And they literally, when we came in, had a whole setup in the front of the room and we went to go back there to put our purses down. I'm like, hey, how you doing? We're here. We're helping. Tell yeah, us what let's to get do. To work. And they were like, we don't have any room up here for you. Sit in the back of the room. All right. So anyhow, that's a whole nother situation. But oh, okay. it was right. It was dying down. And again, one thing that I okay. was doing and that I'm good at and I suggest for everybody to Start getting yourself accustomed to, especially if you're somebody who might not be, it's easy, It's not easy for you to talk to people or open up to people. 
Learn how to network. Definitely. Learn how to talk to your coworkers. Learn how to talk to your managers. Mm-hmm. It don't mean you got to be best friends or whatever, but if they invite y'all out to drink or something at night, go mm-hmm. out there and drink and get to know your people. Okay? Can I say something real quick? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Do not get drunk with these don't people. Don't get Oh, please oh do not. Goodness. Don't get drunk and start talking no. crazy with I these have people. those stories, too. You can don't go out. <laughs> you can go out. Yeah, and, and be friendly and network. Definitely, don't get drunk. Don't, don't get don't because get because you are not like them. You, you ain't know. at home with your peoples, okay? A claim. All right, right. You're not at home with, with, with you're not in a, a really familiar space. Yeah, but just to show that you're personable and that you know you can let your hair down just a little bit. You might do a little, you little know, bit. whatever. But please do not embarrass yourself out there yeah. because you cannot live that down. Trust me, it's Mm-mm. stuff I can tell okay. you about now that I ain't never forgot. But anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what it was, was I was networking. Mm-hmm. One, the orientations. In the very beginning, before Justice were coming to the war room, I went to the orientation over and over and over and yes. over again. Yeah. Because I didn't know what they were talking about. Well, it's, we it's water coming out of a fire hose. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't know anything about insurance. We didn't have any construction experience. We didn't know anything. So, I was like, I just got to keep going until it starts making sense. Yeah. And eventually, it did. And I kept going to the MSB integral claim class until that made sense and then i learned from the adjusters as well well what's that what's that why are you paying for this or why do you say this needs to be replaced and i learned that way Mm -hmm. and so i heard through the grapevine through and then that was nothing i was doing too because they were still keeping things close to the chest back in the day what do you mean back in the day we was in (laughs) we was here hustling so we they, they, still, they still do yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, they still not trying to oh, tell nobody okay. nothing. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, you got it. Yeah. So I might be sitting in the corner acting like I'm eating a, a sandwich or something, but I'm listening over here to Bob and Dave mm-hmm. talking that you know what. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I run to mama. Mama, guess what? There's a contest class. And that's how I heard about it. Oh, So they were okay. doing, they had taken over this hotel, mm-hmm. um, Pilot had. And so I heard through the grapevine, they were doing a contest class. They took one of the rooms that was meant for um, handicapped. Mm-hmm. And they made it into a conference room because they had no, they used all the hotel's conference rooms. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we kind of, I was like, oh, we figured out the time and everything. And then we're like, we're going to go, right? We're going to take our lunch break at the same time. And that's when we're going to go. Yeah. And that's what we did. So we went and we peeped our head in and we were like, hey, we're with the MSB. <laughs> we're with the help room. Can we just listen in just mm-hmm. in case our adjusters have questions about content? Yeah. Right? That was our way of... Ooh, so, baby. listen, when yeah, I say you, you got to... When we talk about finding your this. niche... You can, you can do it. You when we talk about finding... Listen. I, I call this get in where you fit in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Make it work. Okay. Make so it so it. that's what happened. So we went in there and we were just listening in and I was taking notes and mom was taking notes. And then... They asked, like Mom was saying, one of the uh, who was was that Judy? Yes, so it was Judy. two ladies, Judy Duchess and yes. Judy Brumfield mm-hmm. and Sylvia Duchess. Yes, um, I don't. Even, they probably retired now. I think Miss Judy is retired now. Yes. But that's another family. They whole family. I love her it. Her husband. I want to talk to all. I her love husband it. and all their kids are adjusters. And I, I love the it. Kids, spouses are adjusters. adjusters. I love it when that happens. But yes. they yes. were the yes. managers at the time at the head of the mm-hmm. room. And okay. so they were like, oh, we our adjusters don't know how to upload and download. They don't know how to bring the estimates in from Integra Claim. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a sign to them. And so mom was like, my daughter can show you. <laughs> 
she yeah. knew what our she kids are doing all the time. My kids, you know, we always Look, showcase our children. That's how you do And right there on the yeah. spot, my very first assignment, I stood up in the front of the class and I did an impromptu training. So I was she meant sure to train. Did. Yes. I did an impromptu yeah. training and taught the content suggestors how to upload and download the estimates in the tech claim. Oh, and man. then when I did that, they were so impressed. They were like, we don't have any openings and contents right now. However, so, if we do, mm -hmm. will you all be willing to come and work contents with us? Oh, of course. And we were like, yeah, you know. So around the time that the, the help room was dying down, that's when we got we just happened to get the call. And we knew it was coming because we were like last in. So we knew we were probably going to be first out. Mm -hmm. um, and so we were okay with that. It's like, listen, mm -hmm. even when people would irritate us or somebody would say something racist or whatever, it was a bunch of stuff we was dealing with back then. Yeah. Mom and I had this thing where... I, we 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 would one we wouldn't say a, a word about how we really felt until we got to that hotel room behind that door. Mm -hmm. Then we would go off. Can you believe what the she did? did, did. And mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. one thing we agreed on, we say if anything feel if you feel a certain kind yes. of way, come to me. We would tell each other, come to me and mm -hmm. say three eighty five a day, three eighty five a day, and that's what we would do. That's what I yeah. So Ooh, if anything got too hard. tense. It was like the reminder, don't let them slip up on this bag. Don't slip up on this bag. Yeah, okay? don't let them trick you out so, your position. Right. No. Yeah. So, yeah. No. So that's what it was. I'd be like, yeah. Mama. And people didn't understand it. People be like, what are they talking about? I'd be like, Mom, 385 a day? She'd be like, 385 a day, baby. I'd be like, okay, we good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the hell right. with that. You're right. You're I think right. they do it on purpose right. sometimes. Let yeah. me not snatch this person by the back of their head right now. 385 a day. Absolutely. So, um, so when you worked contents back then, um, since we didn't have the systems we got now, there yeah. was no exact contents and all uh -uh. that. So what were you doing? How were you? It was all on the spreadsheet. It called, was a, F called a FC 147. <laughs> 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 that is torture. It was a freaking Microsoft Excel oh spreadsheet God. that some genius yes. had yes. programmed for contents. And it was very archaic. Oh it was very basic. Was. You had to type everything in on the spreadsheet. Oh and the God. thing is that sometimes if you did something wrong, you could screw up whatever the program formula was. Oh. It, had yes. it would not copy and paste. No, it would not. None of that. No. But it was cool because they had it figured out. Like if you figured out depreciation. Now, actually, depreciation wasn't even programmed in that No, time. it was not. It was on another separate sheet. And then you had to look on the sheet and say, okay, this going to be... Depreciation was on a separate sheet. Oh, yes, and then you had to manually calculate it based yes, on sure the did. life You was manually calculating yes. based yes, on life expectancy did. or whatever the did. category of the item was and how old it was that you had to go to your calculator and be like, okay, life expectancy 20 years and it's yes, five yes. years old. Mm -hmm. And so depreciation and should be 25%. Those numbers, those amounts in those sales. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Oh. I, yes, I, ma I still have a copy of the FC of the FC, old FC 147s from back in the day. Oh Actually, my gosh. Yes. So tell me, how long were y'all in Katrina? Um, I I was nine months. Mom stayed longer. I got tired. Yes. Of course. Yeah. And content is um yeah. very personal. Personal property yes. is very personal. Yeah. And during Katrina, it was so devastating. So you're on the phone with these people and you're trying to gather that information. Like what was damaged? Can difficult. you remember? so forth and so on one they're not even at home they're displaced no. mm -hmm. so they're trying to go off of memory and then you're talking them through it or some of them did make it home and then everything's underwater of course everything was ruined yes. and so they are they're crying they're on the phone they're crying yes. i'm talking about grown women grown men breaking down like losing really my family heirlooms 
this this I can't get back. You know, my great great grandmother gave this, or this was passed down through the family, or my dad's gone, and this is all that I had of him, and now it's ruined, and people just falling apart. And I'm very I'm I'm an empath. I'm I you know I other emotions. you can feel it. Yeah, yeah I've cried on the phone with insurance before, and yeah. I literally oh, yeah. be crying on the phone with them, and it just got to the point when I realized. And let me tell y'all this: it's okay when you need a break. Yes. yes. And it's okay to take the break. Gotta take it. The yes. money ain't going nowhere. No. The job ain't going nowhere. No. It's gonna be there when you get back. It sure is. Mm-hmm. What I noticed is that I went from crying on the phone with people and being uh very empathetic to them to I caught myself one day, somebody was boohooing their eyes out and I was like this. Mm. Good. They couldn't hear it in my voice and I thought to my I was I was still like, Yes, I understand, but my energy was off. And that's when I was like, okay, I definitely need a break. You know, yeah. we, had, we had gone on for a really long time and we made tons of money. <laughs> and yeah, so, you can go sit down for a little while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing about, you know, Katrina, it was one of the, for me, a hard storm because mm-hmm. then you had people that were, went to Texas. Yes. But, and then were in that dome situation. And there were no, the toilets weren't running. There were no provisions for them. In Texas, people Louisiana, were getting uh, yeah. physically attacked. Yes. There were a lot of things happening. Yes. And so people had relatives there. So they were concerned about their relatives, the move, their family, yeah. their homes. It was, it was, it was hard to try to talk to them about, you know, your content. It was very difficult because you really had to get through all of those emotions before you could put anything on that FC-147. Mm-hmm. And the adjusters were told, you know, not to, just, just total loss, everything, I think it was south of I-10 or something. Mm-hmm. Everything Which south of I-10. You didn't have photos. To TL it, total loss. Normally you wouldn't have photos to see something. There yeah. are no photos of this no. stuff. Oh my goodness. So, so y'all went through the fire. You have literally been through probably one of the the hardest storms to work mm-hmm. and piecing it together. Cut, cutting your teeth. and everything that they... That people were going through we were but we care about people yes and we really pride ourselves in as far as being servants mm-hmm. yeah we do mm-hmm. we want to serve mm-hmm. our society Absolutely. and our people so because we pride ourselves on that we're willing to go through that with them because we want you to know you're not alone it doesn't yeah. matter what you're going through yes and in claims it's really imperative that we let people know yeah i yeah. may not have had the same claim that you have but I, I felt the same emotions of loss that you have. Yeah. yeah. Empathy is, is, is number one. And, and I feel yes. it from y'all talking about it. That was a lot to go through. It was a lot. Um, when you talk about serving, uh, when I talked to Charlene for the first time, she told me about all the great things that you all are doing or, or even have plans mm. to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> now we're so many years later removed from yes. Katrina. You, you both have done all kind of amazing things in this industry. What's going on right now with T-Pass? And, and you brought me a gift here. I, I, I got to bust so. it open and see what's in it. I love gifts. Thank you for the gift. Um, what is it that you're, you're working on now? What's going on now? Well, we, a lot has happened since that first storm in Katrina. Yeah. Um, Mom stayed with contents and became a contents expert. I'm a contents expert as well. Mm-hmm. But then I went on because I wanted to be what I call a well-rounded adjuster. So I went on to do field adjusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually during that contents 
uh, that first contents assignment that we had, I was made a team lead and gave them a team of people, and then they made mom a team lead. So we became team leads pretty quickly. Oh, Again, yeah. work ethic, you all, because they need people and they need leadership to step they up. So yeah. if that's in you, especially now, yes, if yes. that's in you, shine. Let yourself shine and put yourself out there, and it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, about maybe. Three years into it, I recognized, mm-hmm. I was like, we're not getting enough training. One, there wasn't enough representation mm-hmm. of, of us. No. Can I just say that specifically? Yes, you can say that. 65% white male industry. There was not, enough, in the industry. Industry. Was yeah. not yeah. enough people of yeah. color at all. We would go to trainings, and it could be 100 people in the room. There were only two black people, and we were it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There might have been five women. Yes. Yes, and no black people except for us. Yes, yeah. And the women would there support their husbands. They yeah, right. it's a lot of that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been a white male dominated industry. Okay, that is just no secret about it. Mm-hmm. There's no shade. It's just the facts. Facts. Yeah. And so I recognized, man, we need more training, and I really wanted to bring something to our community that yeah. because what I was seeing from community organizations all around the country was you can be a medical coding and billing. We could train you to be an administrative assistant or a truck driver or a janitor. And I'm like, this is still these servitude jobs and I'm sick of it. Right. Yeah. And so that's where TPAS was even created out of. Um, our first venture yes. was we created a book. Um, I created a book. Yeah. You're an adjuster now. What the mm-hmm. inside adjuster guide. It was supposed to be for it's for desk adjusters. It's on Amazon.com right now don't buy that version because mm-hmm. i'm doing a reboot <laughs> and it's going to be back available with a new cover five mm-hmm. additional chapters and all of that it's going to be released august 1st which awesome is my, which is my birthday month oh leo um, leo yes uh-huh. woo, woo, woo. <laughs> and then our flagship course actually when we started doing trainings was actually content so we have the only mm-hmm. independent personal property content certification course of the industry the only one okay (laughs) i can tell it's the only one because when i try to go find content training i can't find it and here's the thing are there content departments out there of course yes but guess how they made those departments they took structure adjusters or desk adjusters who do structure and they say you contest now and figure it out yeah, mm-hmm. there's no real training. <laughs> so that's, so that was the first thing. I was like, they don't know anything about contents. And it was close to our hearts because we our literal first adjusting yes. experience was adjusting content. Yes. And so we felt like we really had our finger on the pulse with that. Definitely. And again, this industry has lots of needs out there. That's how we found a niche in that. We saw a need and we fulfilled it. So if you see something out there yes. and that's the need and you got the heart for it and you got the talent for it, go for it. Yeah. Create something and then put it out there and see what happens. I mean, nothing beats a failure but a try. Hey, no <laughs> doubt. I say you can't fail until you quit in this. Exactly. Yeah, and in this industry, yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can solve a problem in this industry, you can print money. That's exactly right. So you saw a problem in the training for contents, exactly. and, and you created a business out of it yes. to help other adjusters. And I think when you help other adjusters, as adjusters, we're helping ourselves. That's right. Because it helps our claims. I don't have to come clean up your messed up claim. Exactly. It's all circulates. That's what I feel. You know it. You've been clean. You cleaned up people's claims before. Ooh, baby. I hate it. I don't uh, like it. (laughs) It's a headache. Yeah. And And then the insured is impaired. They're, you know, they're waiting. That's who really suffers in the end. And it only takes one disaster for one of us to be in that position. Yeah. Yeah. 
No doubt it only everybody. takes one disaster for a tree to go and fall on your house or you to have hail hit it or for you to have a kitchen fire or to have freeze claims or whatever. Sewer backup. Uh, we just Big I time. Just, I just became you, an insured last year. You I went through it last year. Yeah. Because you city flooded last mm-hmm. year with all the excessive rain. So um, from contents, we went on to... But when Charlene created T-Pass. Yeah. She really was looking at as far as structure. Charlene taught herself exactly make number one. She draws to work government contracting and she actually oh, yeah. draws um, structures because she goes out there, she actually diagrams while she's out there. So when she gets back, she's not connecting a bunch of boxes. Oh, there was no eagle view. There was no eagle view. And there was no eagle view. No eagle view. So when, she, when she wanted to do T-Pass, she came to me and she said, Mom, I want to start this training company. Don't tell them that. And I, I said, uh, uh-huh. You know, because she said, well, um, <laughs> Will you help me? I'm like, you know what? I'm making money. I'm at the top of my game. I'm flying all over the country. They're giving, <laughs> they giving me licenses. I don't even have to apply for licenses. Probably giving me licenses. Mm. I'm working New York, California. You know, I'm doing. I'm making dreams come true. I'm doing things like going to theaters, <laughs> seeing plays in New York. I never thought I'd be able to see. You know, all these dreams of you, mine. You live in Niagara Falls. I'm doing. I'm having a good life. Yeah. What are you talking about, child? Girl, so yeah. I said, no. She rejected I said, me. no. Whoa. Then she came so back. She don't, your kids know how to work it. She came back. She said, oh. <laughs> what if our first class is, con- is about content strength? Then she was okay. And I knew, then I knew how we needed that in the industry. A little care. Yeah, you got it. I spent a lot of time training content adjusters on my, all the time. Yes. Yeah. Because I got content, and then when they get with me, they're like, well, I didn't think. I understand. It's no problem. So she came back and said, well, what are the content? I said, you know what? Let me call you back. So I called three adjusters that I had worked with on Storms before. And I said, if there was a contents class and you found out about it and that I was teaching it and it was like, oh, it was $50. And it was $50 yeah, or our one day. Take my money. <laughs> I said, That's what they better say. They were in Texas, yeah. Georgia. I said, would you come to? Yes, when is it? Yeah. Now I've already been working. Yes, when is it? I did that three times. My little marketing research. That was your research. <laughs> so that I was our focus group. Okay. Yeah. I called mm-hmm. Charlene back and I said, let's do it, babe. Okay. I, I want to do it. I want to take the content <laughs> class. Because look, y'all, I'm, I'm telling everybody, I... I and they say enlightenment is the highest form of consciousness, yes. right? And starting a just your way to 100K is about you and, and all the things that you all have been through. And we just, we've been talking for a little minute and I've only found out a little piece, right, yeah. of everything. But um, in this industry, it's like I find that learning for other adjusters and, and creating this knowledge loop where you're continuously yes. learning is important. Mm-hmm. So yes. I like that we're in this stage where adjusters like yourself are coming out and teaching because mm-hmm. I can learn something from you. I want to take everybody's class because there's something to know. Mm-hmm. And I think my job is plugging people into those people that are teaching things like this. So mm-hmm. how would, if someone's trying to take a course with you on contents, how does the audience, how does everybody connect with both of you? So all they need to do is go to tpas.llc. Okay. And there'll be a courses tab and then you click from our courses. So we've evolved we do all lines licensing for Texas contents, mm-hmm. policy interpretation for residential properties, Ooh-wee. claims Damn. adjuster 101 and exact domain. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so then you just pick the content certification one and then you scroll down. There's a little bit of, you know, a little introduction, description of the course, and then you scroll down and then you can pick what date you want to select and, and Boom. sign up. Yeah. I love and it. That. And yeah. if you take the contents course through T-Pass, because this is our proprietary company. Yeah. Oh, we, didn't, we haven't gotten to that part. Yet. Oh. How okay. we evolved. 
Oh, okay. So that's going to be part two. Right. That's going to be part, part two. two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that means your grandfather did the contents of Chester team. Yes. As far as that. So IA we started firm. our own IA firm. We started our own IA firm as well. Because Charlene says, oh my Mom, goodness. it's not enough to just teach them. Mm-hmm. We need to also provide opportunities. Yeah. yeah. So we started Contents of Jester team in 2013 because a gentleman sitting in our contents class, like yourself, yeah. he's been in industry 40 years. And he was looking for contents training. Yeah. He didn't find it. Mm. And he knew he needed that skill set. And he was sitting in the class, and he kept smiling in the front row. And I was like, what is this man smiling about? And I, and he said, you guys are the only contents course I've ever seen in the history. Who are you working for? And we were like, so he, then he asked it again. He said, who are you working for? Yeah, because we, like, we were still working. Mm-hmm. He was like, you guys don't realize it, basically. Mm-hmm. But... Because of what he said, we went to lunch that same day, mm-hmm. about nine of us, mm-hmm. and we created Contest Adjuster Team oh, in that goodness. restaurant right there in Texas. Mm-hmm. So let me let me ask you this about Contents Adjuster Team. We come and take this, con- people come and take this contents class for you. You're saying that you have a firm that not only are you going to train people in contents, but you also get them hired in a you job. You get put on our roster. That's and exactly when right. when the firm we gets get claims in, we bring you in. So we've had adjusters that we've... Um, Put to work. That's right. And been content adjusters both out in the field. Mm-hmm. So we teach you field and desk content adjusters. Oh and you put that contents on your application. Because we've been both. But so yeah. any of the IA firms that you're working with, my sister did this. She signed up for an IA firm. They weren't hearing her. I said, Diane, let me take you out with us. Do a couple of fire claims and put content adjuster team because you got this experience. She did that. Three years later, MetLife still had her working as a content adjuster. As an IA, three years later, would not let her her leave. And then even after MetLife sold that book of business to farmers, Mm -hmm. farmers came looking for her. She tried to leave. Somebody found her. Every time she tried to leave, they give her a raise. They're looking for you on Facebook, Diane. They wanted her. And every time she tried to leave, they give her two, three dollars more. She said, Deborah, I had no idea. So even with the contents training. Of any kind, yeah. On that, on that resume of yours, because we got hundreds of IA firms. Charlene walks you through that in the in TPAS, very first day before you even take a class, before you even get ready to take your test. She's got a list of IA firms you already going to sign up with, Ooh. and you just say that my license is pending, right? But in the meantime, you take care of your license. You got contents on there. You know the reason why you don't see us because they won't let us go. Because contents are just not born, we're created. Mm. Once we at the top, we there. Nobody lets us go. I never had to worry about deployment. When people say, well, the market is saturated, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what Because I about. never had to worry about money, never had to worry about nothing. And I only worked for one IA firm my entire career. Mm-hmm. And that was Pilot. Mm-hmm. Because every time somebody else called me, Pilot called, always called me first. Always called first. Man, you know they what? They kept me on the short list. I it never just rolls you to one, from one deployment firm. to the next. They just kept rolling me and rolling me and rolling me. Soon as I, they said, we got this one for you. Like, don't go nowhere. And rolling, making 300000 a year. Look, hey, I hope you're ready, Charlene, Deborah. <laughs> My audience is going to be going to your site. Hopefully, they don't crash the internet on it. They're going to be calling. They're going to be contacting. They're going to show up in full force because I know the power of having leverage of different skill sets in this industry. Contents is one of them. I'm so glad to be here talking to y'all about it because I've been looking for contents training. Uh, Shout out to Mr. Lorenzo, the GOAT, for putting us together because it's 
it's all about networking in this yes. industry. From networking and talking to him, I found you both. Thank you so much for being here on the oh, Just Your Way to 100K you. podcast. We got to do a part amazing. two. And maybe oh, part two. part two, we can really talk about where claims are. Hey, and part- not just in catastrophe. That's the small amount of claims. Baby, the they don't know. Hey, they don't hey, know. hey. <laughs> Hey, all right, all right, y'all. That's too much. That's too much. Next time. No, we got to talk about, I think it's going to be a part two, three, and four. How about that? We want y'all to come back. Y'all, we thank you for being here so much on Adjust Your Way to 100K. Uh, Feelings mutual. Wonderful. Thank you. Now, if you want to get into this industry and utilize the best strategy to grow your career, you know where to go. 100kadjuster.com. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share. Talk to you next week.